Welcome to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train Jared Freed coming to you live from the West Village of Manhattan. That's right. Every Monday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every every episode, but I say it again. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. That's what we do here. That's how this whole thing works. You write the emails. I answer them with our great guests. And then you tell your friends, your brothers, your sisters, your mamas, your papas, anyone with ears will take them. And listen, I'm going on the road. On the road again. I'm doing funnies on the road again. I'm coming to Red Bank, New Jersey, Atlantic City, Richmond, Virginia, Connecticut, uh, Mohegan Sun. I'm all over the place. Austin, Boston, Dallas. It's happening. D.C., we Chicago, we're going all across this great nation. Um, so get your tickies, get the group chat together, jaredfree.com, jaredfree.com. Also, I'm loving what's going on on Patreon. $5 a month gets you an extra three podcasts a week. $5 a month, three podcasts a week. Uh, we do Luxury Lounge on Wednesdays where your your luxury complaint definitely gets read. And then it's Friday. I do the one more email. It's an email that was too long for the show. And then on Sunday, it's Coffee with JTrain. So patreon.com slash Jared Freed, patreon.com slash Jared Freed. Get signed up. Um, and that's really all. Oh, and also The Bachelor. Make sure if you're watching my Bachelor live stream, share share and we're doing the post game show the rose rehash on youtube so get subscribed to the youtube page youtube.com slash jared freed that is all the announcements that's the, that's enough pimping for me i'm very excited today's guest one of the stars of southern charm a good friend of mine austin crawl thank you for coming on yeah buddy hey listening to you just kind of go go down that rundown like you got a lot of you got a lot of stuff going down it's like it's like you got this thing you know figured out I nothing is figured out. It's a lot of throwing shit against the wall. And, you know, you keep throwing if it sticks, you know, so a lot of things have been sticking lately. This podcast, the Patreon's been doing well. Uh, the live shows are back, you know, and it's weird to go from this like pandemic world of like having nights free and having a little bit more time to this, like, and then like trying to fill that time with extra stuff. And then you come back from it and you go, Oh my God, I got the extra stuff plus the stuff I did before. And now I got a lot to do. So, it, but that's the same for you. You started a podcast that I was a guest on. Yeah, that's right. I mean, it, it's funny because I'm listening to you. You're like, okay. And then on Fridays, you know, we have like a, the one last email. And then we have the rose after the thorn, the thorn after the rose. Like, <laughs> if all this going on. And, uh, and Craig and I, we like try to figure this out, man. I mean, him and I trying to figure out nights to like, you know, meet up and podcast because we like to kind of do it, you know, in person. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's funny, like we we're supposed to do it last night and then it didn't work out, you know, last night. So now we're doing it today and it's the first time that we're going to do it, you know, remotely. So we're doing it after this podcast and reaching out to you was the most serendipitous, funny thing <laughs> possible because I reached out to you randomly because I saw, you know, one of your videos and it was you doing your like, you know, Kevin looks like the guy that lives in his mom's basement. Sure. His jeans. And, and, and I was like, damn it. When you were on ours, you should have done that about Craig and I like, I will. That's the beauty of you too. And I want to tell people because I think, you know, we have this assumption of reality show people or Bravo liberties, so to speak. And, you know, I, you and Craig, I always tell this to people and I'm like, they are good dudes that are easy to hang out with fun guys and they're exactly what you see on the show there's no hollywood to you guys you guys and it's funny that you're like messaging me being like dude you gotta roast us because the most fun you guys are ball busting bros which is who i'm friends with in general is ball busting bros like of course i would come on and do that for you guys that would be hilarious and you guys would enjoy it and we would do it to each other and i think that's why everyone here listening should be listening to your podcast it is just youtube kind of blowing out having a good time yeah we're uh we banter you know we banter and we banter about sometimes you know the dumbest things but it's things that you you know think of right it's like sure you know just things that everyone kind of thinks of and we basically want it to feel like everyone that is listening is a part of the conversation right so mm -hmm. the best compliment that i can get is when people like you know reach out and they're like i was in the shower and i was yelling at you know my like alexa and, and i was like you know a part of the conversation and 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 that's kind of what craig and i do best like we kind of show up sometimes and, and we have this like you know loose outline and then all of a sudden like an hour and a half later we're like what did we just talk about and it's just a whole bunch of 
Oh, and I, I would, ass- I, I came on as a guest and you guys can all go listen. It's called pillows and beers, pillows and beer. Um, what day of the week does it come out? When does it usually come out? We, we try to drop them on Wednesday mornings. And so Wednesday's pillow and beer. The word try. <laughs> well, that's the thing you guys, but I've hung out with you. Like we've gotten beers, we've hung out and I'm like, yeah, this is an easy, fun conversation. This is an easy gang to like infiltrate and hang out with. Like, you know, we know each other from mutual friends and then we became friends. So it's like, you know, I just sometimes you just get it right away. You're like, ah, yeah, these guys, good dudes. And it's like, I'm sure you're in a world where it's not always that way. You're in that Bravo. You know, you go and do Winter House and, you know, you're thrown into that show. And what do you what are you expecting? You know, like are you, you got to be expecting the worst possible version of it. Right. Listen, the funny thing about that is, is that, you know, without, you know, divulging or, 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 or trashing, you know, one stylish show from the next, but, you know, when Craig and I went, we, we were like, you know, waiting, we were like, you know, looking like around corners, we were like, when are they going to get us? You know, where it's like you know, the gotcha moment and the producers of that show were like, we just want y'all to have fun. Do you understand? And we were like, bull shit. No, yeah. you don't. Something's when is the gonna drama going to creep you know, like, up? Yes. I was like, you're going to fly in like, you know, my ex-girlfriend at any moment. And they're like, no, we're not. We want you to have fun. <laughs> and that was what was really funny. And, and, and lo and behold, that's what it was. They just wanted us to have fun, to party with our buddies. It was supposed to be a vacation away from like, you know, work and all this other stuff. And um, God, man, I, I, dude, if you watch it, you, you're, you're going to laugh your ass off, in my opinion. And that's what I hope to God that everyone does. So listen, you, you, and that's coming up, but as far as Charleston is concerned, I've done, I've been there with you. What is it like to be there kind of like living as like, you are in a sense, the face of Charleston to a lot of people. Like what is the hardest part about that stuff? Yeah. I mean, it's interesting that you say that and without me, like, you know, bolstering, you know, no, my, I'm not blowing you know, smoke. That is the right, way right. people know that town. I don't think right. it would so, be at all if you said that. Yeah. So, you know, without me blowing smoke and without me being like, you're right, Jared, I am. But, <laughs> you know, somebody, a good friend, like um, a producer that that has been on, you know, Charm for years, she was like, the thing is, is that when you're in Charleston, you're a big fish in a little pond, right? But mm-hmm. if like you went to like, you know, New York or LA or somewhere different, you know, you're a little fish in a big pond. So it's just that so many people come to Charleston and Charleston is a small little, like in a peninsula, man. So when they go out, it's on King street, it's like a two mile strip or less where people are out and it's bachelor party after bachelor yeah. party after bachelor party. And when they find you, you know, all of a sudden, like I wake up in the morning and there's like, you know, like, you know, creep shots of me. Sure. And I'm like, I'm in a fishbowl, you know? And, and, and of course, I mean, I, I should understand that, you know, but I like to go out too. I, I of like course. to go So it's not like, well, you know, you should know that because you signed up for Bravo and, you know, you shouldn't be mad when people, and, and I'm not mad. Like, I, I love it, you know, like 99 times out of 100, I'm like, yeah, let's take a shot, you know, let's FaceTime sure. your mom. Let's, uh, let's, you know, do all but- the things. But also um, you get used to that stuff and I'm sure you now like, you know, let me buy you a shot in the first month of the show coming out is different than let me buy you a shot today. Let um, me buy you a shot in the first month of the show. You're like, yes, of course, I'll take all yeah. the free shots. And then after you've been talking to the same person for an hour because you feel bad because they bought you the shot, you're like, okay, I'm done taking shots from just anybody. I'm going to yeah. you know, parse these out because I don't want to have to be in debt to these people uh, who's the guy who's drunk, you know, 30 drinks in, who's like, you know, his having doing his run on story that you don't want to listen to anymore. Jared, it's like you've been following me around. Like you, you <laughs> nail on the head. Right? And yeah. I mean, Charleston is so small that you can find me. Like you can find me, dude. I I'm not I'm not hiding. The only I've way to had- hide is to stay in my house. <laughs> I've had people message me. I've had people message me. They're like, I'm in Charleston. Where can I see Austin and Craig? I was like, if you go out, you'll I go go to uh, you know, go to Uptown Social and hang out for a little bit. They'll be hanging. And listen, this is my chance to plug Uptown Social. My our right. friend Keith Keith is is the owner of that bar and if you go to Charleston, you got to go to Uptown Social. I mean, like that is the that's the beginning of your night and the end of your night, I would say, right? Yep. It's uh you know, you can go there 
at, at any time of the day. I mean, hell, if there's sports on, you know, forget about it. But then there's that mm. rooftop. It's always, you know, pounding DJs and Sunday. I mean, I went through like a streak there, Jared, where I was there <laughs> like every Sunday just letting loose. And I was like, you got to reel it in, man. You got to reel it in. Like, you, you don't even know what you're doing up there anymore. You're just like letting loose, which is fun as hell to do. But, you know, there's a lot of people around. You don't know what's happening. I'm going to end up on like, you know, do moi for like, you know, some <laughs> dumb shit that I'm doing. And you're like, Austin, reel it in, dude. Dude, and it's it's funny. I've heard about those Sundays there. And it's like, I got to see a Sunday there. I think we need to do a Sunday before you reel it in too, but, too big. Oh, dude, get your ass here. Sunday's <laughs> up there. Well, like, you know, we have to get Keith out there because Keith is a new dad. And, uh, you know, I think that he needs to howl it the Sunday afternoon. so listen i'm pumped to have you everyone go listen to austin's podcast it's called pillows and beer i am uh, one of the guests in the podcast so you can use me as your appetizer into their show um so go listen go follow austin on instagram if you don't already at crawl the warrior king go 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 follow right now let's do some emails you ready thanks buddy yep jtrainpodcast at gmail.com jtrainpodcast at gmail.com this one's, uh, hey, Jared, I matched with this guy on Hinge three weeks ago, and we really hit it off texting. Come to find out, he lives two blocks away from me in NYC, and we have a mutual friend. He got right to the point, asked for my number, and asked to go on a date. At the time, he was out of town, but he was still texting me, asking me how my night was, etc. When he got back to NYC, it has just been back and forth since then. He tried to set a time to meet, but has been, quote unquote, too busy. In between all this, I've actually ran into him twice. It was at, it was fine. We acted normal both times, texted me the next day, asking me how my night went and picked up convo again. We've also talked about intimate parts of our lives, such as our struggles with mental health and how we are both passionate about the mental health crisis in this country. This has been on and off for three weeks, and I just don't believe anyone is, quote unquote, too busy to find a time within that time frame. He laid out his plans before proving he actually has plans. One of them was basketball games. Seriously? Like, seriously. He laid out his plans before proving he actually has plans. One of them was quote-unquote basketball game like seriously he claims there are a certain amount of guys that play and the boys would be mad if he couldn't play fine after trying to meet up i threw the ball in his court no pun intended and said just let me know when you're free he responded i will i'm sorry i'm definitely interested i've just got been super busy lately he does seem interested we do have a lot in common i do not understand why he wouldn't want to pursue this but the quote-unquote on and off and quote-unquote being too busy are not good signs for me i'm definitely backing off but what the fuck austin kroll what do you think this is amazing i I like i the 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 format of your podcast i'm obsessed with i mean thank you you. use other people's bullshit and we get the (laughs) the banter about it okay yeah First and foremost, I am a true believer that if you want to make time for someone that like you can make time out of any given busy ass, you know, like if you have a kid, if if like you can make time for someone that you want to make time for. People figure shit out. Yeah, you're, I agree with you. And it's like, hey, if I have like, you know, this free night, this one day a week and you're the person that I want, like I will see you. Sure. Um, I think that some of you know the verbiage that was used where he was like, you know, the boys would be angry. That's. That's like hilarious to me. That's just like a bro. Hey, I mean, the boys need me in like, you know, Fortnite tonight. I have to be, you know, the eighth player or else, you know, I don't know how many players play Fortnite. Here's what I'll say. I, I, I agree with everything you're saying. And I think it's, you know, and this has happened for years and years and years. But. We are. We have to admit to the time of year we are at. It is 2021. It's Ju- mid-June 2021. The world is opening up. We are going from pandemic reality to post-pandemic reality. So before, we had all these built-in excuses. So I think this is going to be very relatable to a lot of people because this guy has no more convenient excuse like we should get tested or we should what about covid and nothing's open now things are open you can have a date and he's sitting there going i'm attracted to her and i've already taken the canoe so far down the river we've talked about mental health we'd get along now this first date ain't just first date it's a real date this is a committed date. And I think that's what's going through his head. I don't think, I think he's sitting there going, I want to take her out. I know I should, but 
I don't know. I don't know if it's going to be serious. So I'm in this in between phase that this date feels like it has to be something more. That's what I think is going. That's why I think he's pulling back from it. Like he okay, he's now, lost out on excuses. How old? How old? Like, do we know? We okay. I, I I would assume you know the this podcast range is like 28. I would say is like the okay. the average age. Now all of a sudden I'm thinking that that this guy has a lot of lines in the water. Yes, and he has you know, different things going on. And so, you know, it's easy for him to you know respond and shatter up and this and that. And uh, he could be using her as, as, you know, option B, C, D, E. And he just has a lot of lines in the water is kind of what it sounds like to me, because you're just making excuse after excuse. You live two blocks away from each other. I'm sure that in those two blocks, there's 38 bars. You could be like, come and meet me for a beer now. Let's see exactly. how it goes. But he's like, Oh wait, well, option C wants this, your option D like, that's just what I think. And and here's the and, and I agree with you. And and here's the thing. When you say option A, B, C, and D, that that can to her on the other side, that sounds like personal. It's not that personal. He's not going well, he's not like bragging over front. I got option A, I can take oh, B out right. anytime. It's just that he's juggling a lot of people. It and he's not it, it, it does seem that way. And I also he has would say like some sort of weird, you know, social like anxiety where where he can't pull the trigger on meeting up with a woman, but it doesn't seem that way. You know, it no, seems it, a social guy. I, I actually think that communication's too easy. Like she's saying they talk. I think what's hurting their thing is that they've talked about mental health. And because it went from like, hey, we met on Hinge. Let's get, to, get a drink sometime to, oh, I actually, I'm starting to get to know this person. Now it feels like it's a more personal thing when they don't want to go out with you. I still think... He is not a personal friend. He's not a per- you know. He's having those conversations with you because it's easy to have them because they went that way. But because you've had those conversations, it feels like oh, now he doesn't want to go on a date with me. What the fuck? That we have everything else in common. Yeah, but he was just playing the, the game. You know, the, the the he was playing the cards that he got dealt, and those conversation cards got dealt to him, and now it feels more serious. Do you do you watch you know dating shows or something like it? It's like you know what you're talking about. <laughs> that is what I've seen him watch, every now and again. Yeah, do you watch a dating show or something? Wow. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com here with Austin Kroll. At Kroll, the Warrior King. Go listen to his podcast, Pillows and Beers. It's a great show. Shooting my shot always turns into an alley oop. Okay. Jared. I'm afraid it will come off as a major Debbie Downer in this email. I have to preface this. uh, Okay. Hold on. When someone says major Debbie Downer, I'm like, are we going to go down too serious a road? Um, Okay. I'm afraid I will come off as a major Debbie Downer in this email. Well, listen, we're here for you. I have to preface this with personality reviews from friends. Okay. So this is how her friends describes her. Bubbly, social, butterfly, funny, down to earth, etc. On to my personal dilemma. Shot girl summer is upon us and I am 100% invested. I have been shooting my shot since high school freshman year spring fling, knowing very well it can result in failure. Not only do the majority of my attempts result in failure, the guy I am approaching often rejects me by asking about a friend of mine. In the most recent scenario, I approached a guy as he was leaving the bar and inquired if he wanted to stay and hang with my group instead of leaving for the evening. He stated he had to leave, unfortunately, but was interested in the friend directly behind me at the table. Ooh, sorry, I got to go, but I'm, I'll take that one. What? I, pol- I politely told him that she has uh, was taken and he left. My friends applauded me for taking a chance and I shook off the rejection. With the world opening back up and meeting guys out in the wild becomes reality again, I know I will run into these scenarios countless times. One of my least favorite memories of an alley-oop was seeing a bumble match out while both separately on vacation in Puerto Rico. We had been chatting for a little bit on Bumble and I spotted him at a bar uh, that me and my girlfriends and sister were at. I introduced my, uh, my group to him and he asked about my sister also taken and proceeded to flirt with her and show zero interest in me. I can't lie. I was pretty irked by that. How should I handle these situations in the future? I know that my friends are not in the wrong, of course. I can't help but feel a little down after these rejections. I have to add that I do not get approached often out in the wild despite my warm, smiley, and general quote-unquote good time vibe. Hence me being the shot girl. 
call me call me out please if anything in here seems to be on me thank you for the great podcast and content best shot girl not looking for an assist i love her i love this email i think it's a very relatable right like this is like broke my heart a little bit you know what it broke my heart at the end because you know she's being vulnerable and sweet and she and and she is someone that we're both sitting here going we would hang out with her like this sounds you know like she has an awareness she's she's out at bars she's talking to guys and listen here's the other thing i respect that and also here's what i would say men relate more to this i think than a lot of women do we put ourselves out there a lot more where it's, and, and we've been told that our whole lives. Go get the girl. Ask her out. Say hello. Make the move. You know what I mean? So like you and I, I know I have. I've approached women and gotten turned the fuck down. I, I've approached people and been like, hey, nice to meet you. And they're like, uh, what? I'm, I'm looking for the bathroom. You know, like it's like I've had the, you know, I'm it's interested in. Yeah, yeah. I so it's like I you know, I've had the thing where hey, nice to meet you. Is your friend single? Like so I want to tell this I'm saying this all to say to this emailer, you're not alone. This isn't an, an abnormal thing to happen. And also because you are a bubbly sweet person and you're putting yourself out there, there's more chance for failure. So you're you know, it, the numbers game also involves a lot more nose. Austin, what do you think? Okay. Um, there's a lot to digest. First off, mm. I love the title of it, you know, alley-oop, right? Yeah, it's um, true. I think that I appreciate it 1000% that she's the one who's saying that, that she shoots her shot and she mm-hmm. does her thing. Maybe I, I'm going to need like a little more, right? Cause like kind of halfway through it, I, I like kind of got lost in the sense where she was talking about where she was out to dinner and went up and and did you say that she, she went bit- up to a guy and then the guy was like, I'm actually here, you know, someone else. And she was like, sorry. And then went and sat down or, or, or did I mishear that? She, she went up to a guy she recognized that she matched with on Bumble. Okay. And then he asked about her sister. Oh. So like that was just oh. an example of things that have happened. Okay. I love that she's listening right now, not wanting to remember that. And I'm like, no, match with a Bumble guy. Went for her sister. Like, okay. it's like when you're, like, this is such a Jewish mom move to repeat the most horrible part of the story. But <laughs> so, no. Thanks, Thanks it's the It's yeah. the guys who don't want to date her. You know, like. <laughs> <laughs> if she would just change her hair a little bit, then she yeah, right. Be- so much more approachable, but no, she decides to put it up and wear it curly. I just can't stand it. So I, I think that in all this, I mean, she's playing like a numbers game at this point, right? I feel like, mm. okay, I, have, I haven't been on Bumble in ages, but I feel like when I was on Bumble, I would see girls and be like, look at her friend in picture three. And that's like a shitty move, by the way. And I would sure. never ask the girl, I would never ask the girl like, hey, what about your friend third from the left in picture three? But you that's know, a wild move. That is like that is wild. But that's the thing. Like you and I are aware enough to know not to do that. But if we're thinking it, then someone is doing it. You sure. know, like if you're thinking the girl in picture three, then someone takes that chance, and that's why you know guys generally think about ten minutes ahead of time. Guys will think like of the consequences of ten minutes, not a year. Not right. that's why. So like the idea of like, hey, what's what's your friend's name? Like, there's no thought, like it's a dick move to ask about a friend Definitely. if someone comes up to you. And, but at a bar, it's almost less dickish. I guess with the Bumble guy that she matched with, it's dickish because like, Hey, we match. So we have kind of had this understanding that we both find each other attractive. But if, if someone at a bar, you say hi to them and they say, Hey, is your friend free at a bar? I can understand that because there's no contractual agreement of a match. And I'm putting contractual in air quotes because there was no match there. You were just at the bar, like, and happen to speak to each other. But yeah. I, how do you like? I, I, how should she change her strategy? Because she seems to be like, I, I don't. There's a part of her email that I'm reading that I don't like. I don't think that she and, should change her. Strategy. I don't think like I think that what she's doing is being authentically herself, and she's going to run across a guy that digs the hell out of that, and and that's when she's with somebody that she should be with. Rather than potentially like 
switching it up to like appeal to more men. And then, you know, I, I don't know. I, I dig it. She sounds like the kind of girl that I would love if she came up to me and I'd be like, let's take a shot. And then I'd like, you know, bar hop with her. I'd be like, come with me to like, you know, the next bar. Totally. You know, whether or not I like was interested in her or not. And I'd be like, you know, upfront, like, okay, okay. So here's what we're going to do. I'm going to help you find a guy and you're going to help me find like a girl. And that's the kind of thing that I would do. And I'd be like, why don't you know you wingman me? Or maybe I would really dig her. I don't know. Do you, I mean, do you think that like, would be offensive to her if you were like, if she was like, hey, nice to meet you. And you're like, let's wingman. And you didn't think of her as, I think that's her problem is she doesn't like that she's like a sexual entity. That's, yeah, because that's, she's that's like she's putting I, and listen, I agree with you, Austin. She's putting herself out there, which I think yeah, is I great. It, it's IRL summer. This is all about in real life. We're getting off of the apps. What I don't like is that the position she seems to have within her friend group. She writes, I politely told him that he she was taken and he left. My friends applauded me for taking a chance and shook off the rejection. If my friends applauded me for talking to a girl i'd be like get the fuck out of here yeah like what is my position in this yeah, like, group um, like some charity case yeah and oh, it's like it's okay girl yeah you went for it you did it like there was a girl at the show the other night that someone she was i was like are you uh, i was like are you do you have a boyfriend she goes i'm single and like all these other girls were like Woo! and it's like no one, no guy does that for each other. We that almost. I understand, like you're trying to do this, like women's empowerment, but it's really not empowerment. It's actually like you're looking down on them a little way. It just doesn't. It sounds wrong, and I I agree. Her friends are being nice, and I think that's a good thing. It's good that you have friends. I think she needs to be set up by her friends. She needs to start getting the alley oop. It's good that you have friends. Yeah, good for you. You have friends. friends. But these friends need to stop clapping for you and they need to start serving you up as the star of the group, not the not the, you know, the the the, the, the project. Bride. Yeah, the bride this made, is right. She sounds like uh she sounds like, you know, always a bridesmaid, never a bride. And like yeah. accepting this role where her friends are like oh, Amber, good for you. Sorry, did you say and, your name? I don't I no, I didn't say that's not her name. But I, I, I would say, but I'm, but when she says my friends, my personality reviews from friends, bubbly, social butterfly, funny, down to earth. When women describe women, guys always know if they're if they're a um, if they're hot or if the friends think of them as hot. When a girl says, "Well, guys think she's hot," that means she's hot. That, that, that ten out of ten. When yeah. women say, when times, women do the, like, you, know, you had a girl who's like, my friend's coming in town. She's super cute. I'm like, bullshit. I, yeah, yeah, I yeah. see this evidence right now. Of course, or you because you don't think amazing you, and you think that everyone's cute. Yes, it, it is. It, they need to be better sellers. And when they do, she's beautiful. She's gorgeous. She's hilarious. They always go too far. And guys are kind of put off by that. So I think she needs to be the one that's getting assisted. She needs the friends to be better marketers for her because she's not a social butterfly. Fuck that. She's a hot fucking chick who's down to have fun and wants to meet dudes this summer. Are you fucking down? Yeah. That should be how they talk to people. That should be how they should be setting you up because I think you've taken a place by the, the and I'm, I'm making some assumptions, So and I hope it doesn't sound bad, but by the way she wrote this email, it feels like she's taken this like, you know, this beta role in the group that she doesn't deserve. I think that she shouldn't change a damn thing she should have the personality or or the approach of like i don't care what anyone says right because i've met girls mm. like this jared and this is like a turn on to me and i'm like wait you think that you're like a 10 out of 10 and that's the way that you act so in turn you don't care what anyone else says you're like i'm a bad bitch and i'm a 10 out of 10 and that is like attractive to me i'm like you know even if that like you know not not to put women on a rating scale jared but you know what i mean Listen, like, we have the we have a rating system here on the j train podcast men or women can use it they it's okay. oh, ratings okay. are open to everybody but i'm yeah. i understand so, what you're saying you're you're so making like, the point that, like, where it's like reality is 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 everything and if you're like look i'm like you know the baddest bitch around then like that's that's kind of that's kind of hot but but that's what happened. But I agree. This is you're you're echoing what I'm saying because if the group is sitting there going, she's such a social butterfly. Right. No one wants right. to be fucking presented as the social butterfly. Yeah. 
Like that's not like, that's not putting your friend on a pedestal to like no. make guys go. I gotta fucking try and be with this. So I, I again, a lot of this is in the world of vibe and mindset, and this might not be helpful at all. But I'm just saying. I think she needs to be set up by her friends more. I think like keep introducing yourself to guys just by sheer numbers. You're going to get turned down more. And this, these things happen. I wouldn't take the result as uh, evidence of the premise, the premise that she has. I go up to guys in bars. Yes. Keep going. But I think your friends need to also not see you as the funny friend. When, because I've been the funny friend, I've been the fat funny friend. She's describing like, herself as like you know the duff. Is that what she's describing herself as? No, but but when she says bubbly, social butterfly, funny, down to earth, down to earth is one of those like I don't know. I'm just saying in a bar situation, I have been that friend where they're like Jared. Yeah, he's funny. He farts all the time. Like you don't get described. You know he farts. He smells. He's gross. He'll chug a beer. But you should date him. And it's like what? Get the fuck away from me. <laughs> I don't want you know your I mean? farty friend. Yeah, I don't want your farty friend in the same way. Oh, you're down to earth social butterfly friend who can who who loves Dawson's Creek? No, you're at a bar. You're out yeah, to meet down you to want hot shit. Relatable? You know, down yeah. to earth basically means relatable. Right? And it's it's just not a very bar way to meet people. No, That's a no, way, you know, and so what I'm saying to her is like she wants that shock girl summer. Yeah. So you need you need your PR agents, your friends to That's fucking echo I've, that shit. I've ever heard that phrase by the way. The what? Shock summer. I've never heard I, that. It's going around. It's been around a little bit. Really? Yeah, shock girl summer. It just means that like, you know, girls are like I'm shooting my shot and I don't give a shit. I, well, I think it's more that they've gotten the shot. And now they're out there and they're ready to be hot. Well, wait, they've gotten the shot. What is that? The mean? vaccine. There's a pandemic. Austin. Oh, my God. I don't God. know if you remember. That's what it means. <laughs> I was assuming my parents shooting their shot. Holy shit. It means they've gotten vaccinated. And yeah. They're like, they're like, what? You know, they're waxed and vaxxed. Ready to go. Oh, my God. Let's do that one more. Right over my head. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Stitch Fix. Have you been wearing the same thing every day for a year? Stitch Fix offers hand-selected clothes picked by expert stylists, all tailored to your size, style, and budget. Listen, I love Stitch Fix. You know what I love about it is that you get the box, and you t it takes you out of the comfort zone that you've created for yourself. You give them your style, and it's maybe stuff from a store you never would have walked into or a website that wouldn't have ended up on your algorithm. We're so controlled by the things that come right at our faces that we never get to outside of it. And that's what Stitch Fix does for you. It puts together a blend of stuff that is within your taste range, also your size, but it's gonna get you outside of the normal thing. And if you don't like it, you send it back. So every piece is chosen to flatter both your body and your lifestyle. They'll find pieces that make you look and feel your best. What's simpler than that? It takes the choice away. There's so much choice. Should I order this? Is it worth it? Let someone look at you and go, oh, you're this type of person? Here's some clothes that are perfect for you. Let someone put, you know, put your brain on the shelf. You know, what's it's really simple. They'll find pieces that make you look and feel your best and try on at home before you buy. Keep your favorites, send back the rest. Free shipping, easy returns, exchanges. Uh, a prepaid return envelope is included. That's huge. I just ordered from some company that I found on Instagram and I, they sent me the wrong size and I was like, hey, I, can I get an exchange slip? And they were like, oh, we don't do, you're gonna have to pay your own way to get it back. And they're like, and they're like, here's our address. And the whole thing was in Chinese. So it's like, this is a company that they're not trying to get one past you. They're trying to get you to buy it, enjoy it, and if you don't, they want you to send it right back. Free shipping, easy returns and exchanges, a prepaid uh, return envelope is included. It's all in one hassle-free personal shopping service. And the best part is no subscription required. You'll pay just a $20 styling fee for each box, and that styling fee gets credited towards the pieces you keep. Send back the rest, no charge. There are no hidden fees ever, women, men, or kids. Stitch Fix does it all. They ship all over the U.S. and the U.K. as well. Just for you. They're giving my listeners 25% off. Get started today at stitchfix.com slash JTrain, and you'll get 25% off when you keep everything in your fix. That's what they call a box. That's stitchfix.com slash JTrain for 25% off when you keep everything in your fix, and trust me, you'll want to. Get out there, look your best with 25% off at stitchfix.com slash JTrain. 
The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Talkspace. Getting therapy has never been so simple. Now you can talk to a therapist anytime on any device from the comfort of your home. No waiting, no crying on the subway. Talkspace is therapy on your schedule. What a concept. I, I think this is so amazing because I know when it comes to finding a doctor, a therapist, someone that I need to uh, to make myself healthier, I put it aside. I, I get intimidated by the search process. I don't know who to ask. You Google doctor in my area, you go, what am I, ridiculous? I don't know one doctor. So this is such a fantastic thing that takes out all the head trash from getting you there. And, that, and a lot of times that's what it is. How many times have you gotten to the doctor and you go, man, now that I'm here, I feel so much better. You can sign up online and start therapy the same day as you sign up. Talk to your therapist through text, video, or voice memo 24-7 unlimited. Your therapist will help you set goals and will hold you a Accountable to make sure you're actually progressing. Talkspace is the number one online therapy platform. They have thousands of licensed therapists trained in over 40 specialties, including depression, anxiety, relationships, anger management, substance abuse, food, eating, and more. Plus, it's totally private. Talkspace uses the latest end-to-end bank-grade encryption technology to store client information and comply with HIPAA regulations. It's therapy for the 21st century. Just for my listeners, you'll get $100 off your first month with Talkspace. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com. Make sure you use the code JTRAIN, JTRAIN, JTRAIN to get $100 off your first month and show your support for this podcast. That's JTRAIN and Talkspace.com. Find the space to talk with Talkspace. Let's do one more email, then we'll get to the screenshots because we have okay. two long screenshot emails. JTrainPodcast.gmail.com. Uh, Kroll the Wire King. Go follow, go follow Austin Kroll here. Pillows and Beers. That's the podcast. Okay, so this is kind of a fun one to get to before we get to the screenshots. Listen to this. One of your listeners said she would give me a shot if I wrote into the show. She would give me a shot. What? Hey, hey, Jared, new listener to the podcast. And I have to, now you're like every word, every time the word shot comes up, you're like looking too into it. Yeah. <laughs> she's no, shot or she's giving her a vaccine. He's giving her, uh, uh, this is a dude writing in. New listener to the podcast, I have to say I love the show. So diving into my current situation, last night I met this gorgeous girl. We got to talking, as you do, and we got on the subject of podcasts. She mentioned your show and spoke very highly of it. We have a mainly female listenership, so it's funny that this dude is doing what the last email was doing, shooting his shot, talking to a woman at a bar. He, it sounds like he got turned down a little bit, so we kept talking, and naturally I tried to put the moves on her. She wasn't entirely put off by, by it, but her condition for me taking her out one night is writing into the podcast and have you read and weigh in on the situation. So what do you say? Think you can wingman me for this? And if not, I hope you get a kick out of it. I'm getting a kick out of it. I don't know if I can wingman you. As a side note, she already gets a ton of male attention, so I definitely need a way to stand out from the crowd. I'll owe you big time for the assist. Anyway, love the podcast. Keep up the great work. So what do you think of this email? So he goes up to a girl in a bar. Yeah, tell she me. Says she says she's, she's a fan of this podcast. She says, if you can get an email read on the podcast, I'll fit. I, I, he tries putting the moves on her and he says, I'll, I'll let you take me out if you write into the podcast and I read it and weigh in on the situation. Wait, so, so oh my God, this is amazing. We're going to give this right. guy the best of his life, right? We're helping this dude out. He's saying she's out of his league and he thinks she's hot and gets a ton of male attention. So this would make him stand out, which I, I he's in trouble right now. He's, he's, bo- you know, he's down by five, but we're about to like hit a three for him to get him back in the game. I don't know, man. I think he's down by 10. Oh, he's way down. <laughs> yeah, I think he's way down. I think so he's she was like, there's 10. no chance this will get read. Get away from me. I mean, it's it's amazing that you are reading this and that the assist is currently happening. So it's happening, you, dude. You better have a badass date. I mean, I, I don't know what that means. I mean, I, well, I, his, I pro- his problem is. He has to be, and I, I don't like this language because it gets into that, like, it can go, it, it's a thin line between, you know, trying to ha- keep your pride and sound like an asshole because he has done her, you know, he has played her jester's game. He has played the game. He is, you, you know like, what I mean? It almost makes him down by 13. <laughs> 
I know. So now he's down by more because she, she's like, now he needs me. What does he need me for? But I don't, I don't prescribe to the idea that like a guy or a girl shouldn't make an effort because this is nice. This is sweet. He sure. wants, he thinks she's attractive and wants to go on a date with her. Okay. But I would also say to her, he wants to fuck you. So like, don't go, you know, it, this could be your love story that years from now you'll go, we got married because he wrote in the podcast. It was the sweetest thing because a lot of women, they'll be like, I didn't even like him at first. Then I went out with him. Then we hooked up and now he's gone and he goes to me. This guy could be that guy too. So if she doesn't want any, what I would say to her, cause she's the one, she's the, the, the more of the fan is if you have no attraction to this guy and this was one big fun game for you to send him on a, you know, to send him on the Wizard of Oz journey to write in to to me, you know, the J train, the Wizard of Haas, to write into the Wizard of Ha. If this was your big game and you have no attraction to him, say thank you, but no thank you. That was hilarious, but I don't want to lead you on. If you are attracted to him. If this is so much fun that you're like, I he does seem like fun. He did make that extra effort. And- and he said that she that which sounds so weird to say, but he said that she is into him and attracted to him. Well, not really. He said he tried to put the moves on her and then she wasn't entirely put off. That's what he's saying. So that's not really a good sign. And then he wasn't disgusted. <laughs> she wasn't receptive. Okay. Yeah. Okay. They, yeah. So they didn't go home together, but her condition for me, see, like that's the thing. He is asking to take her out. So he is obviously going to pay as I'm, I'm, I'm saying that as I'm speaking directly to him, he's going to pay for drinks. Let's do this. Here's the plan. He should, he should say that if he hears this, which I would hope he he should, you're going to say, so we made it to the pod. Jared says, I'm taking you for drinks and that's it. And she should only go if she sees, um, some attraction to him. No, if she's not no. attracted to him, I, she. Can't I understand go. what you're saying. I do understand what you're saying, right? You're like, look, okay. you know, lead, you know, lead, lead the poor bastard on. But I think that she now she's listening to this and she's like, yeah. holy shit, he's done it. The sob has done it. You know, he's, um, <laughs> he got now, through. Uh, and I will say this also. Sorry to interrupt, Austin, for two seconds. He emailed both the show and my website. This guy didn't this wasn't just lost in my inbox. I knew this email. We were I was planning on re, I don't always plan to read an email. Yeah. I was planning on this one with you because I knew you would have a great yeah. perspective on this because so he went not just he didn't just email a podcast that she listens to and now and he wrote it respectfully. He wrote into this podcast being like, you know, he probably has never fucking listened to this show. He's like, I'm a huge fan. Love the show. He's doing all this shit. He's he's feathering my nuts. Yeah, yeah. That's how much he wants to go out with this chick. So I- He, I, he was a mensch. That's what I'll say. Just like when I met you and Craig, I was like, these guys are menches. Menches. This is, this, this is a mensch. This guy did it all class all the way. So I don't want him getting hurt by, you know, by going on a fake date. That's my but, big thing. But- just like you said, what if they go out and she's like, all right, I'm going out you know, with this guy tonight. And then she's just like, I laughed all night. We had so much fun. Mm. Who knew? Like he has deserved the date now because he went through the motions. He seems like a sweet mm-hmm. guy or like he's willing to go the extra mile. And what if she's like, oh my gosh, you know, and she's talking to her friends and she's like, I'm going out with this guy tonight because he did this thing that I asked him to do. Can't believe that he did it. Now I'm going to go out with him. My expectations aren't that high, but whatever. I'll see y'all in, you know, like an hour, right? Because it's mm-hmm. like a tank. What if she has a bomb night and she goes back to all of her friends and she's like, I actually just laughed my ass off. We had okay. some fun. I lost track of time. I'm for sure going to hang out with this guy again. He's owed that now, in my opinion, because she might not be into him now, but now that he's gone through it, he is owed the chance or, or the opportunity to potentially blow her socks Okay. Off. I think you're right. I think you're right. And here's here's the cutting the baby in half. I'll be King Solomon. Okay. Here's what we do. She goes on the date. The only th- she has to go on the date. He has gotten this far. He made it to the yeah. Wizard of Ha. That's right. He goes on the da- they, they go on the date. He hit four they- threes in ten seconds to get on the date. <laughs> he Reggie Millered this thing. Yeah. Yes. So so now she it's only drinks. This is we'll set it up. It, okay. it can only be drinks. He's got to take her to a nice wine bar, nice bar, upscale sure. bar. 
I don't, I don't they, ever want to go for anything more than just drinks on a first date. That's right. You know, I, I, I'm trying to protect, I'm trying to protect her. I, I agree. I, I, but I'm trying to protect her. Okay. I don't want her having a bomb ass time sleeping Great. with him. Okay. And then and, well, I don't want her having a bomb ass time and then sleeping with him and then him disappearing because guys do this. They, they go for the goal and that then they get be- it and they, and then, yeah. And then she goes, I didn't even like this guy. J train fucking convinced me. J train and Austin made me go on this date. So here's what I'll say. You go for drinks the only how thing. Drinks? How many drinks does she owe him? Two drinks each. Two, two drinks. Two, two drinks. Two drinks with an option for more. But definitely, they 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 have. The only thing they can do physically is a street makeout. No one's allowed at each I other's love apartment. Makeout. Love a street makeout. It's fun. It's innocent. It's shot girl summer. So Papa JT and your uncle Craig are saying you can Craig, only. How dare you, uh, Uncle? Uncle Austin, I fucked I up. In for Craig today. Uh, I was you did. I I and I totally had it nailed. I was I was so excited to call you Uncle Austin that I got ahead of myself. He was over. J Train, your your Papa JT, your Uncle uh, Uncle Austin. We want if it gets to that point, if it's a bomb time, street makeout is allowed, but nothing else. He can't ask to go over. She can't ask to go over, and then the rest like, is history. Then maybe then what's like, that? Wrong play, anyways. Like. You like you go out, you have a fun time. And if she gives you a street make out and she's like, wow, that date turned out to be great. And then even more so, you're just this like, you know, mysterious guy who only, you know, kissed her. She's talking to her friend. She's like, and then her friends are like, all right, you dirty girl, what'd you do? She's like, whatever. We made out in the street. And she's like, that's it. And honestly, it was awesome. And, and that, it was awesome. And now she gets to see if he makes that same. Ep- so much more if I just kiss them. Than if we go the distance, I'm like, Ab- well, well, also what it does day, is it- I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Because you're thinking about it, but it also all puts day. him to, t- it puts him to task. Will he make the second date? Yeah. And now we've seen his effort level for a first date. What's his effort level for a second date? So his effort level for a first date is to email both the podcast and my website yes. and to pick up a new podcast. So a makeout could be the, uh, you know, I, I think this, and I want them to write in about what happened on the date once it hey, happened. But, but now we're putting pressure, right? She's listening and she's like, oh my God, now I have to go out with this guy and I have to make out with him. We'll just she doesn't have to make out with him only if yep. it goes well, but I'm saying that's the furthest you can go. Yes. Okay. Okay. That's it. it you know, you clarify that whoever you are, you are not required to make. No, 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 no. It, 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 I hope it's, that he is uh, charming and funny as hell. That. He seems like a mensch, but I don't know. It's from an email. So let's encourage them for two drinks. That's it. Mm-hmm. And listen, go somewhere public because we don't know this guy. You just emailed into the show. Make sure public date, two drinks, and then Where you're out. Where should they go? Tell them. I don't know what city they're writing in from, so I, oh, I can't. Oh, so, right, right. I just assume that they're all you know living in Manhattan. But also stay safe. And And here's the thing. If after the two drinks you go, we tried. That's all you have to say. We tried, and then you can get up and go. Yeah. This guy will pay. You're allowed to get up and be like, hey, you know, thanks. Thanks for the time, and, and uh, that was fun, and um, I'll see you around, you know, probably. Yeah. Good luck Not with your fair. life. <laughs> have fun with the new podcast I gave you. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Solo Stove. There's nothing like a summer night. Oh, the stars in the sky. The, the, the air just smells crisp. It is just a beautiful thing to spend a summer night with a cold beer hanging with friends outside. And there's nothing like a fire in a Stolo stove, a gorgeously crafted stainless steel fire pit that is completely smokeless. I love Solo stove because I gave mine to a friend. I didn't really have the space for it. I was moving um, and I gave it to a friend. My friend sends me pictures of them using the solo stove at their house. And the beautiful part is that it extended their living space. They went from, you know, now they're in the corner of their yard, roasting marshmallows, having a great time, drinking a beer. They made these little wooden benches. It's just beautiful. And it's like they have kids and the kids are out there and and it's a whole thing. I'm actually visiting them in a couple weeks and I'm going to see it in person, but they send me the pictures and the videos all the time. And it's just, what I love about it is that it took a corner of their yard and made it into usable 
memory land. Start a roaring blaze quickly and keep and skip the cleanup. Solo stove has special vents that regulate airflow and burns wood more efficiently. There's so little smoke, you'll wonder how there's so much fire. Breathe in the moment, not the fumes. You don't walk away smelling like a campfire. From camp stoves to backyard bonfire, Solo Stove products are portable and built to last. Solo Stove is confident they'll give you a li- they're so confident they'll give you a lifetime warranty. Free 30-day returns. No need a no one needs a reason to gather around the fire. Solo Stove just took away any reason not to. And now you can get $10 off when you use promo code JTRAIN at checkout. Just go to solostove.com and remember, you can get $10 off when you use promo code JTRAIN. JTRAINPODCAST at gmail.com. JTRAINPODCAST at gmail.com. Here with Austin Crawl at the Crawl the Warrior King. Let's go. Let's do some screenshots. You ready? I read one. Okay. And which was, one did what you? What is going on here? Which one did you read already? Uh, the one that I read was what's the title? Uh, was from uh, from? Oh wait, um, don't read the name. Just read the title. Oh, sorry, sorry. What's it? What's it? It, it just says screenshots. Okay, so <laughs> we'll start with that point. one, and it and it's the top one. Okay, got it. You ready? The person holding, you know, the I got it. Cooler. Okay, yeah. I'll read it. Jared, yeah. love you, love the podcast. My friends are sick of me referencing your advice. Well, tell them about the show. I've been dating a guy since January. We live in cities about three and a half hours away from each other and have been trying to see each other as much as possible. However, I haven't seen him since mid-March due to his job. So I got this email on in May 25th. So March, April, May is a long time to not see someone that you are quote unquote dating. He has an extremely demanding job that often has him in meetings from 8 a.m. to midnight, which I understand. But I started to get frustrated with the lack of communication. We had agreed that FaceTimes were going to be really important until his job slowed enough for us to see each other. But even FaceTimes became difficult for him to follow through with. So we decided to take a step back with the plan that he would focus on work for a bit with the hope that it would slow in a few weeks and then see if he had the bandwidth to actually put in some effort. We stopped talking for three weeks aside from the odd messages odd message here and there and then i got these dms and texts pics are numbered in order i'm feeling frustrated with the lack of forethought and the intention on his part regarding how he reached back out to me asking to move forward our initial issue was how little time he had even just to facetime so him reaching out to quote unquote fix it in such a careless manner and leaving hours long gaps between texts about the that issue feels so stupid. I like him a lot, but should I assume this will always be an issue and just cut my losses? So let's go to the text. You ready, Austin? I'm ready. Sorry. I'm getting some gummy bears. Good. Okay. Okay. I'll be hit you be him, I'll be her. Oh, well and he is is the one on the left, right? Yes. Yes. Uh, so it's a picture of a cooler, like a 64, big cooler. you know, big chug. Right. And he says, <clears throat> okay. So, it's, so to, to start, this is a DM. He's responding to her Instagram story after not seeing her for three weeks. And she posts a picture of a water bottle and then he responds to it. And he says, you love this cooler so much with, I'm obsessed with it. Chugged all 64 ounces in like two hours. Well, you used to be obsessed with me with, you know, puppy dog faces, like five of them. Yeah, I really liked you. I still do. Love me again. Are you just saying that to be cute and funny, or do you want to have conversa- a conversation about this? See, this is already bad, because she said they've had three weeks away from each other, and they they decided to take a step back, and she was looking for a more forthright step, and his step is through the DMs to be like, you used to love me, and to challenge her to get her emotional state out of her. He got it, and then he says, love me again, and he's not being, he made her be vulnerable, and he didn't have to be vulnerable at all. He's just like, love me again, and now she's like, okay, now you want to talk about it? Are you just saying that to be cute or funny, or do you want to have a conversation about this? She's like, I'm here to talk. I'm here to negotiate. It seems like you don't even want to. You're doing, you're out in fun land with the cooler. But and, so she writes, and, I mean, he is doing so, bare minimum. I mean, mm-hmm. he's like, he's big obsessed with me. I mean, talk about manipulation at this yeah. point. It is like, he is just like, you know, pulling these strings like a puppet master so that she responds the way that he, you know, wants her to. Anyways, he's in fun land. She's at the negotiation table. It's bullshit. Definitely. So you be, uh, go ahead. But we have to talk about like, um, 
timestamps, right? Because a couple of these are like so, so spread out. Okay. Yeah, that was Sunday, 5.51 p.m. And now um, she says, do you want to have a conversation about this? And now three hours later, basically. He says, no, I miss you. And it sucks seeing you look so beautiful. Both of those are false vulnerability texts. A thousand percent. False. later? Three hours later to say, no, I miss you. And it sucks seeing you look so beautiful. It's like, no, no, no. I'm asking for plans. I'm asking for what's the deal, bro. And this is all vague. So she writes, I miss you too. But are you saying all this because you want to discuss taking a step forward again? Or are you saying it just to let me know you miss me? See, she's being, she's on the ball. She's doing the right thing. And this was one of my favorite responses because it's so ridiculous. And basically we've already called them out for being a liar. And, and he basically says it. <clears throat> He says, I would lie to figure out how we move forward. <laughs> and then he says, oops, like to, you know, yeah. with, with an asterisk. And then he says, worst typo. Yeah. And it's like, dude, I it might not be how we move forward. <laughs> well, that's what he's doing. He's lying to figure out how to move forward where he gets blown without commitment. And you're three and a half hours away. Yeah. She writes, I'm open to talking about how to do that. Hold on. That was at. Do we know what time? Okay, so this all happened at, at 8.27. Now, <laughs> now we're fast forwarding to 1.10 a.m. Brutal. And he says, can we fix this? I hate that we're basically not in each other's lives now. Yeah, I've missed you. Uh, and then she does. Uh, she gets back the next morning like a normal person who wakes up at 8.30 yes. in the morning, yes. 8.49 a.m. Yeah, I've missed you. I don't want it to go back to the way it was, though. I didn't like the feeling of not knowing if, when uh, I'd like to get to talk to you or see you next. Three hours later. Yeah, I agree. Then she uh, then she writes, can we talk about how then? Oh, my God. And then nine hours later. 9.52 p.m. That was 11.32 a.m. Can we talk about how then? 9.52 p.m. Is this a joke? No, just working. Yes, we can. My cousin is also visiting this week, so I cooked. Today was my, also my first day with, with this new job, so it's busy. Okay, that's fair and understandable, but I thought the purpose of you taking a step back was focusing your time and energy and then deciding if you have the capacity for this. So I'm just confused about why you chose to revisit the conversation right now if you're equally as, if not more, unavailable than you were before. She is she is down the center, being honest, being open, and trying, and he is in the perimeters of this Jared, whole thing. This is exactly what we talked about in the beginning of this. It's like, if you want to make time for someone, then you will. Like, there is no way in hell, anyone who's listening right now, I, I want to tell you that the person that you think that you're talking to takes 10 hours to, re to respond to you, unless they are performing open heart surgery, that is way too much time. Well, way here, too much time. Here's the other thing is... Oh my he responds to her Instagram story to get to keep the ball in the air. Now, what's the ball in the air? Yeah, the yeah. option. He wants to make sure a love option is alive for him. But and then you volley, said to him, his volleys are like sky high, you know, and she's just like, you know, hitting the back. And then he exactly high as he can again, you know, and he's like, oh, sorry, I cooked for my cousin. What that took you 11 hours, dude. But then he she's saying okay, well, let's do this now. Let's figure this out now. And he's going, yep. oh, but come on. He's trying to keep this alive in the way it's convenient for him and not the way it's inconvenient. But go on. Let's read what he said. Okay. Um, hold on. Did you read this big, this big yeah. long one? Okay. I'm not... <laughs> I know that it's supposed to say equally. Um, I'm not equally or more unavailable now. We, we haven't had a conversation yet, Taylor. It's hard to know what our plan is or what we're holding each other to without having spoken about anything. And That's now he's backing point. off. And now he's right. backing off. Oh my God, That's I the point. Story. I would think or at least hope that the moment you chose to revisit the subject would be a moment where you could actually talk about it and have that conversation, especially given the nature of the conversation. I'd like to talk about it when you have a bit of, uh, bit of uninterrupted time. I'm free tomorrow night. Um, I'm on to scroll down. Okay. I'm fine with waiting until things are even more open, but things are never going to be nothing. I'd be able to make some time this week or weekend. I'm away this week and I could talk tomorrow night or Thursday night. Okay. So she wrote basically wondering if this is a lost cause or she should cut her losses. What do you think? Austin Kroll? Oh man. I mean, we've been laughing about it, you know, this whole time because I mean, he's like, wait, 
you used to love me and you know, why don't you love me anymore? And then she's like, well, let's talk about it. And then he's like, oh wait, shit, you just got like in a serious again. Now I'm going to ghost and talk to you when it's convenient for me, dude. Once again, it just goes back to look. And I know a thing or two about, you know, uh, about you know, toxicity and uh, manipulation within relationships. I mean, hell, I could write a book on it. And um, it is like, you're doing enough to like, you know, pull them like along, but you're keeping them at arm's length, right? You're like, whoa, 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 mm -hmm. whoa. You want to talk about this? No, no, no. I just like want you to come to town and maybe like, you know, we have a little fun together. And uh, she's like, you know, trying to have this like, you know, DTR talk and he is doing everything in his power to string this along over, over three days. And that he, is exactly he, what it is. He has shown you what he is. This is it to you. It might be different to someone else, but to you, he is not going to be more than this. And it showed you how seriously he was taking it because you told him the consequences of coming back to you. You let him know that. Take a step back so that you could come back. And it's all about everything is about physical movement. What was his physical movement when you told him? Hey, take a step back and then approach me like a real girlfriend so we can figure this out. And what did he do? He responded to an Instagram story with how much he missed you and how much you love water bottles. That's how seriously he took it. That's your answer. And you're, the only move is that you have to end it with him. You have to block him on social media. You can't make yourself an easy communication. If he wants to get in contact with you, maybe he has to drive the three and a half hours and say, hey, what's up? I need to talk to you because I need to be with you. But he's not going to do that. He's not going to do that. He's only going to do the bare minimum, which bare is to say, minimum. I love bare your water bottle. Minimum. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Awesome. This is fantastic. We ran out of time. We didn't get to do the other one, but this was unbelievable. Thank you so much. Yeah, man. That was a blast, dude. Glad that it worked out. I'm, I am too. Everyone go follow Austin at Kroll, the Warrior King. Pillows and Beers, the podcast, comes out on Wednesdays, usually. Um, I'm Jared Freed. We are here every Monday with the J Train Podcast, Thursday with the Luxury Lounge. We'll be back next episode. Boom.